On this week's episode of the We've Seen That Podcast, we're talking about Jurassic Park, The Lost World. I'm Scott. And I'm Jim. music we are back for episode 65 because we're going back 65 million years for this episode however we have a late scratch because uh anthony has suddenly become what the next michael jordan here i mean back-to-back games holy shit i'd say larry bird but yeah larry bird yeah i i feel like i'd pull a hammy for sure back-to-backs these days. He's doing a doubleheader tonight. Well, he, guy's a fucking pro. He plays like he plays the whole game. But here's the good news, people. We have, I guess you could say, the greatest substitute of all time for Anthony, and that being recurring guest Adam is back for another episode. Hey Welcome guys. back, sir. It's been a little bit. I haven't been on in a while. It's uh, good to see yeah. you guys. How you been? Yeah, so much for being on every week with paternity leave. But yeah, I, guess I, I haven't been as free as I had okay. hoped. I've been taking some opportunity to sleep. When you guys yeah. recording, yeah. <laughs> that's fair. Um, I I only have zero kids, so I got I got nothing to say to that. You know, when you, when you have two, they say it's probably a handful at that point. I I but I don't know. I mean, but, they're yeah. pro- they're in the they're in the no, they're not a handful until you have five. That's the way it works. Two oh, is a couple. Oh really? Okay. So Jim, you're gonna have five, huh? <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> But yeah, um, we, we're back for 65th episode. Um, I want to start with what we're watching, guys, because I have no what we're watching. But what I was watching were beers, and those beers were in Madison. And my buddy John, who was on last week, uh, we went to a Badger game this weekend and went out. And we went to like three breweries, and each time I ordered a Bush Light, that was not a possibility. And I'm disappointed. I didn't know anything. Were you at the Bushlight Brewery? No, we were. Then why did you expect to be able to order a Bushlight? I now I fully (laughs) understand the term brewery. I get it. Like they brew their own beers, so they're not going to have a light beer on tap. Um, I need to expand my palate. This was kind of a wake up call for me. I got laughed at three times asking for a Bushlight, and I uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know what else to say. Unpaid advertisement, Hinterland in Green Bay is pretty good, as well as Lion's Tail and Nina is my personal favorite. Have you ate at Hinterland, though? I have. It, it's okay. The food's okay. The food was fine. The beer was better. Okay. All right. Well, see, that's what I need, though. I need to, I need to just expand my beer palate. I'm trying. So I'm open for suggestions. Adam, I'm kind of looking at you. I know you're kind it of- Hit me up, Scott. I got, I, okay. I've got a pretty wide range of stuff, so- Okay. Okay. Well, and and- I think this, I mean, it's like, it's time to grow up, you know? I, I just bought a nice watch. Um, I'm matching my socks to my outfit now. You know, I'm I'm there. I need to take that next step. And I feel like that next step is respectfully drinking alcohol. So, yeah, I, I'm there and I'm ready to have, you know, two good beers and then go home. So, 
Adam, I will be hitting you up soon. That is my only what we're watching. I caught snippets of Cassie watching uh, the Colin Kaepernick Netflix documentary, which uh, of the snippets I did catch, actually pretty darn good. Um, you know, I, I I saw like one clip that went pretty viral on Twitter um, because it was obviously the one that pissed off white people the most. So that's what went viral. Uh, but the rest of this show is actually really good. Um, it's cool. interesting. His, his show, yeah, his, his life story is pretty, it's, it's, it's pretty wild. He could have went pro in pretty much any sport that he wanted to. He had offers like from baseball, basketball, and football. So, um, I would recommend watching it. It's, 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 it's pretty good if you can get over one part. So anyway, Jim, let's go to what you are watching. So, I didn't watch any movies at home this week. What we did do is we went to see Harry Potter in concert over the weekend. Yes. So we saw Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. Um, this is where they take the uh, the orchestra and they play the entire soundtrack along with the movie. So there's no actual music in the movie. The orchestra plays it live. And it's really distracting because you're sitting there and you end up watching the people play the music instead of watching the movie or watching the director and it's just really a unique experience i know they've done it for star wars before one of my buddies charlie said what you really got to do is find one where they do it for lord of the rings and i'm like absolutely i would sign myself up for that in a heartbeat um but order of the phoenix is a six out of ten it's a decent movie but it's also arguably in my opinion the worst book out of the seven it's a little long it's a little bit boring at points you know, when i was younger i think i agreed with you but as i've gotten older and reread the series a few times i there are parts of it i like a lot because it is the longest book and mm-hmm. it has some of my least favorite stuff I'll, I'll i'll agree with you there but also it might have the highest percentage of just like random slice of life shit around hogwarts like them being in their class which really builds a world that's for and sure. in dumbledore's army and really as i've gotten older and like gotten into like world building in in various franchises and stuff i think that was the most interesting part of harry potter and i hope they ever expand on that universe like a tv show of like there's no voldemort nobody's trying to kill everybody it's just like literally like like a freaks world. and geeks, but it's at Hogwarts. Yeah. Like some, some students doing their shit. I'd be into that. So there are parts of Order of the Phoenix that I actually really like. What I really should do in reality is sit down and reread them, but I'm not sure I want to commit that time. Yes. I did, um, I, I reread um, three or four years ago. It was like the 20th anniversary or something of the first book or whatever. This year I thought is the 20th anniversary of the first movie, I believe. Ooh. Yeah. But a few years ago would have been probably the 20th anniversary of the first book. Yeah. It didn't come out in early to mid-90s. I think it was like 96, so like in, in 2016 or whatever. I, I reread them all. Mm-hmm. It was fun. I don't know. Fuck J.K. Rowling, though. So maybe, yeah. Unless, don't. Yeah, that's part of my new issue yeah. with the franchise as a whole. I'm not as big of a fan as I used to be because of yeah. that. We don't need to get into that. Though. No, we don't. No, we don't. Anyways. <laughs> I also watched Hawkeye episodes 1 and 2. The first one, I would put it a very solid good ranking. The second episode I thought was actively bad. Didn't like it. Was bored for most of it. Um, I think that Haley Steinfeld is the best thing about that show. I agree. And I hope they do a musical episode. What? I, I, 
I hope they do a musical episode so that she gets to sing because she's really good. Yeah, I don't I don't know if that's coming. I don't know I, how that's going to fit. <laughs> I am up to date on Hawkeye, so I have watched the first four episodes. Um, Scott, have you watched any new, of it yet or not? You didn't mention new, it. I'll, I'll avoid spoilers, but I'll echo what you say. I think it's good, not great. Like, it's very fun. I enjoy the Christmas setting. Um, I don't... I don't know that I'd say episode two was actually bad, but it was, I don't know. It's, the whole thing is very middle of the road. It's got the Marvel cliches of the quippy dialogue. Like, I wasn't, I enjoyed my time with all four episodes, but I don't think it's anything to write home about. If you're not super into Marvel, I don't think you need to go watch it just because it's so amazing or something. Like, it's Yeah, unless you're worried about continuity, I don't know that I'd recommend it. I don't think it's that Mm. good from the two episodes I've seen. Yeah, it's. I mean, it, it's absolutely fine. Like, you won't have a bad time watching it, but it's not... I'm not going to go out on a limb and say, you must watch this. Okay. But, yeah, right. I, I'm having Last thing it. I got is we got, after our bye week for Thanksgiving, we got first place at Trivia again. It's fucking gold. I believe that brings us to 130 bucks in Jesus. Winning. Holy shit. Probably $500 spent at that Proud stupid bar. boy. Are they going to put a plaque up of you? I would hope so. I mean... We've been crushing Damn, it. Hang a banner. I will say this past week there were only two teams, oh. us being one of them. Oh, but that doesn't change the fact that we came Come in first. Yeah, you beat the other team. Jim, how many teams are there every week? Five to six normally. It is not as big as when right, Adam fine. and I would no, win trivia in Appleton. Gonna... Yeah, I'm not taking this away from you. I'm, I'm... That's still a you w. You did what you were asked to do. You were like, asked we understood to beat the assignment. other teams and you beat them. Yeah. Yeah. You you still are better than five other teams, so I'll give you that. I'll give you Thanks, that. Thanks, man. All right, Adam, let's go to you. What are you watching? I've been watching. Well, I mean, I've been on paternity leave for six weeks with a lot of downtime and being up in the middle of the night. So I've watched a lot of stuff since I've been last on. But most recently, uh, there's a new show on Netflix called Arcane, which is an animated show based in the League of Legends universe of the video game, which I have never played and know nothing about and will never play. A desire it's to a know mobile, nothing right? about because fuck League of Legends and Dota and that whole genre of video games. However, the sh- TV show, which is nine episodes and it's an animated show on Netflix, is a ten out of ten and one of the best animated TV shows I've seen since Avatar. Like Ooh. it's. Ooh. I I saw it getting good reviews and I was like I don't like League of Legends. Yeah. I'll check it out because I I saw some comments that you don't need to know anything about it to actually just watch the show and that is completely true. I didn't know anything going in. I don't plan on playing the game, but the show is amazing. Uh, the animation is gorgeous. It reminded me of like Spider Verse. It's like it's 3D animation, but it's done well. It's not kiddie like Pixar and it's not flat and stiff like a lot of other 3D. Uh, animation and television is it's i don't know how they did it because it's drop dead gorgeous i don't know what kind of budget they got but it's amazing and anyone should watch it it's it's so fucking good it's like a magic steampunk universe and it's like class warfare between these like uh like the poor class and like the rich scholarly people it's I was blown away by how good it was. I was completely surprised. Uh, it is not for kids. It's oh, yeah. extremely violent, and uh, it goes some pretty dark places. Uh, but it's okay. very, very good. Um, and then I've also... The Netflix Cowboy Bebop show came out. Uh, I have not watched that, except for some clips and like half of one episode, because it was terrible. 
but I have been rewatching the original Cowboy Bebop anime, which is also fully available on Netflix. And it continues to bang just as hard as it did in the 90s when it came out. So. I didn't realize that one was that old. I thought it was more recent, but you're the anime expert of the three of us right now. Yep. Wow. Did you guys see on the uh, the uh, outline, Anthony also is watching the OG Cowboy Bebop. It is well. amazing. It's so that is considered one of the greatest of all time for a reason. And if you haven't seen it, you should watch it and ignore the live action okay. remake that Netflix also put out. But the OG is Sounds available like on Netflix. That's a good rule of thumb not to watch the live action yeah. ones. Um, yeah. And then I watched a new Christmas movie that HBO Max dropped like last week, but it was nothing to write home about. So I don't even know if I want to talk about it. <laughs> Any additional thoughts uh, ooh, on Hawkeye or did we cover them already? I think we covered it. It's good, not great. Watch it if you like Marvel. Otherwise, you're not missing out on a whole lot. Sweet. I forgot I did watch something. And Jim, it, I know you had watched this already, but the Red Notice movie. I did not with, watch uh, Red the Notice Rock. yet. Was that with, with Rock, Ryan Reynolds? And Gal Gadot, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a fun movie. Um, probably like a 6 out of 10. But a fun movie, nonetheless. Typical Dwayne The Rock Johnson shit. You know, fun. Hi, hey. porn. And I usually would lead off with Jim, but I think I need to let Adam talk about something did you think it was coming or did this just surprise you out of so i knew it had been announced but they had not shown a title they had not shown every every footage and they had not said that it would be a part one Uh of two so this is spider-man across the spider-verse part one got a little trailer clip of the first couple minutes of the movie basically and i'm so excited because into the spider-verse is like one of my favorite movies ever and my favorite comic book movie ever and i cannot wait the animation looks beautiful they got miles back they got Haley steinfeld as gwen stacy back they got oscar isaac as the new spider-man for the future yeah spider-man 2099 right yeah uh miguel o'hara or something i think his name is i didn't realize it wasn't peter parker i don't know very much about the future marvel storyline all i know is that every comic book story has always done one yeah it's uh it, I'm extremely excited. I don't know how much there is more to say about it. It comes out next October, so like a year and a half from now. It's still quite a ways out. But uh, The biggest piece of news is that it dropped part one at the end of the trailer, right? Yes. Part one. So we know there's right. going to be a sequel at least. Did they did they confirm mm-hmm. it's only two parts? I They did not. I would kind of assume they gave them like a three-movie deal total you know, mm-hmm. for N2 and then across part one and part two. But uh, I don't know. I'm... The part one actually like excites me because we're getting more, which more is always not always better, but usually better. But also, Into the Spider Verse was such a perfectly like well told story within its time that I don't know having already knowing it's a part one is like, is it going to be as well contained and well paced, well told? Because they have to like leave a cliffhanger or whatever for the next one. But right, because they they now are going to have like two separate rising actions climaxes and then falling action which is always when you try and watch them together maybe a little bit rough yeah um so that that, i I wouldn't say worrying because i'm still excited that they're going to be a whole nother movie that i can get excited for already and i trust phil lord and chris miller because i don't know that they've ever made a bad movie so yeah i'm extremely hyped 
uh, across the Spider-Verse. In the clips, you can see him. Instead of all the other Spider-Men coming to Miles' universe, he's going to all theirs. So the crazy shit mm-hmm. they can do with the animation styles. Like, That'd be really sick. Put him into like, an anime style or an old-timey cartoon style. or like The first one is one of the most inventive animations I've ever seen. Like What they did with that medium was insane. So thinking of what they could do having a different backdrop instead of just with the characters coming into the normal backdrop is, I mean, mm-hmm. it's a lot to live up to in my mind, but if they do it right, it could be unreal. It's almost like they did it super think... shittily, but Space Jam, the new Space Jam movie, where they had they, they went yeah. to all the different worlds and they like animated it a little differently. That movie sucked, but that was a good idea. Um, so yeah. I'm really excited to see what Spider Verse does with it, and it's. I think it, it's gonna live up. I think it's gonna it live up. I think it'll match my too. Most anticipated movie of next year, um, as soon as it got announced. Yes. So. That's, that's my, a that's my bold point. statement. I hope it really smacks. Um, next thing we got: Amazon Studios and Sony Pictures have announced Diabolical, a new eight-episode animated series that is set in the boys' universe. This will come to Prime Video in 2022. Oh, got it. Do we have a boys' season three it, coming? coming yes, no? it is currently, I think, in post-production. It's so it's it's like filmed. They're doing like the effects oh, and stuff. Shit, yeah. Uh, I just nice. read uh, an article in a thread. They haven't announced a uh, release date, but based on some like industry insiders and like some like trailers and stuff like that people are thinking it'll get done around like february or march for season three. Oh so, shit yeah coming up soon all right i love that love that next thing we got is maybe the least exciting of the high porn i think everyone online has blown this up as some huge headline kevin feige has come out and said if you see daredevil in the mcu he will be played by charlie cox which is the Netflix TV show Daredevil actor. Oh. So what people are saying about No Way Home and about how that arm could be Matt Murdock's when Peter is in jail or being interviewed, whatever. However, he very much so stressed, if you see Daredevil in the MCU, that is who would play him. He did not say you will see Daredevil in the MCU and no one is talking about that. It's a unique bit of news. Daredevil <laughs> in the Marvel comics is such a huge character that they won't let him let rest for a lot for much longer. I don't think. I don't think they. I mean, they could, but I don't think they would. They're too smart, and people love Charlie Cox too much. And if you haven't watched that, the, the three seasons of Daredevil on Netflix, like you should go do that because they ha- they were better than they had any right to be. Um, I watched like the first season and a half, I think. Yeah. Um, second half of season two was probably the weakest part, but season three really picks up again because Kingpin comes back and Vincent Donofario as Kingpin is almost as good as yeah, Charlie Cox really as, as Daredevil. Um, the reason I think Feige is talking about this now is because I think he doesn't want it to overshadow No Way Home with all the Spider-Man stuff. So if Charlie Cox were to show up in that movie, you think that's the only thing people would talk about? Yes. And I don't know if I want to say this. Yeah. Uh, Hawkeye. There have been some pretty major hints that in the last episode or two of Hawkeye, 
Kingpin, likely played by Vincent D'Onofrio, will appear. So, if the day before No Way Home comes out, Kingpin shows up in a TV show, the news cycle is going to be like, well, if Vincent's back, that means Charlie's back and he's going to be in this movie. And I don't know. I, I think so. Feige, trying to get ahead of it. Feige's you think? trying to be like, yeah, guys, we know you know you think it's happening and it's probably happening. Like, settle down and just enjoy it instead of overshadowing everything else with just announcements of actors. But I don't know. Right. Maybe neither of Next them are piece, in either of oh. these projects. But. That's entirely possible, however disappointing it would be. Yeah. And this is why Feige's talking about it. Yeah. Because now He's I managing it. expectations up or down. Like, he addressed it. Now, if it happens, it won't overshadow the news cycle. And if it doesn't happen, people won't be pissed because they know eventually Charlie Cox will get his chance again. So. Right. Next piece of Marvel hype is Shang-Chi is confirmed to be getting a sequel. Which is cool because I think it had some of the best like fight sequences we have ever seen in the MCU, hands down. Yeah, that bus fight is uh, insane. It's sick. Um, I still got to see that one. Yeah, it's on Disney Plus. It's on now. Disney Plus Check now, dude. I have no excuse at this point. It, it was really fun. You don't. I, I liked it quite a bit. Um, I'm not surprised it's getting a sequel. He the 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 guy uh, Simo Leo uh, killed it in the role, and he seemed super engaged with fans on like Twitter and stuff. He seems like a really likable guy. I'm glad they're keeping him around. Yeah, he seems to be like a normal Hollywood guy, which <laughs> he, they're few and far between. He was an accountant before he got into actor. He worked in Big Four. Hell yeah. No wonder we like him. Let's <laughs> yeah. go. And then uh, wow. after, he, after he left accounting, his first like acting modeling jobs were his stock photo uh, models. So there's like pictures of him with like, textbooks like pointing at a computer awkwardly. This guy's the <laughs> fucking man. Holy shit. That's my dream career route right there then his like first movie wasn't it crazy rich asians i think which was also a huge blockbuster i thought i don't think he was in that mm. i'm not Gee, sure though. so we gotta google it uh his first big role i know there was a there's a tv show about an asian family who owns a convenience store called kim's convenience he was in that that's gotta be the yeah, most and that f- ran from 2016 to 2021 is that yeah. the most famous accountant ever probably I'm gonna go no, with that no, would be but... uh, Ben Affleck. <laughs> true, true, true. That's a good point. Oh, I'm, I may have misquoted. I don't think he's in Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, I'm so. spinning wow. through the filmography super fast. Good movie, though. My bad. Um. Okay, next piece of hype. HBO is dropping a Harry Potter cast reunion on January 1st. Hopefully it's better than the Friends one. Yeah, um... Kind of, kind of don't care. Kind of don't care. I don't know. Maybe, well, I'll probably watch it. I'll probably watch it. Because yeah, I know we'll be watching it here. Angie is a massive Harry Potter fan. Well, yeah, I it is that time. I watched her, yeah. It is that time of the year to crack out a couple of those. You know, Christmas time here. That's kind of the Harry Potter. Let's watch a little. Or, uh, well. This feels like great nursery hangover, you know, just bland it's content. It's funny that you say yeah. that because as in madison i was at a hotel and going to bed at 2 a.m the harry potters were on and waking up at 7 a.m they were on so beautiful call jim was abc doing like a harry potter weekend or something to be honest i don't know what channel it was 
didn't even like wasn't really registering wasn't registering Uh, last piece of hype video game actress colleen o'shaughnessy has announced she will play miles prower in sonic 2 she famously voices miles in the sonic video games sonic 2 the movie yes okay yes okay which the first one was bad i I think people liked it that accurate the consensus i think was that it was surprisingly pretty good i didn't see it either after they fixed the character model yeah but that probably just put butts in the seats okay but no i i think generally it was pretty well liked like i don't think anyone thought it was amazing okay for what it was i think people liked it all right all right Uh, sonic is currently streaming on paramount plus and hulu for anyone who cares i am gonna use this as a jumping off point yes as someone who doesn't care about the sonic movies or the sonic video games it was never a series i liked or really got into at all Still, this is amazing. Uh, fire Chris Pratt. Hire uh, Charles Martinet for Mario. Uh, give video game voice actors their roles in movies. They, they're famous for a reason. You don't need to cast big names. for. It's only like fucking logical. Yeah. Well, and that will... But that is what we have for hype. Yeah, and with that... Well, also, I am hyped too because I do have my Spider-Man tickets uh, for next week. So I'm pretty psyched about Fuck that. yeah. Uh, I did not realize that it, the fucker almost had sold out already, so I barely got him. Um, but you didn't buy him scalped online for thousands. I hope that's not actually happening. People were yes, trying yes, to. I don't know that people were actually buying them. They were listed for thousands. Uh, where? Like eBay? What the fuck? Okay. Well, no, didn't do that. Bought him from Marcus, 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 because that's what you do. Um, but anyway, let's get in. You go to the source, man. That's the way That's to right. do it. That's right. Let's let's get into Jurassic Park: The Lost World here. Um, Jim, why don't we start with the IMDb uh, synopsis, please? Okay, so this is currently streaming on HBO Max: The Lost World: Colon Jurassic Park. Fuck. Colloquially known as Jurassic Park Two, a research team is sent to the Jurassic Park site B Island to study the dinosaurs there. While an in-gen team approaches with another agenda. Yeah, okay. And starring Jeff Goldblum, uh, Vince Vaughn, uh, Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore. That's all I got. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's most of everyone. Peter Stormare is in it. Storm- Richard Attenborough comes back for just a little bit. <laughs> I don't know who that is. No, I don't. He's... In a lot, he's a shitty villain in a lot of movies. He's a very good character actor. Ah, I see. Is was he the the hunter? He plays Dieter. No, yeah, no, he plays Dieter, the guy who gets eaten by the tiny dinosaurs. Oh God, <laughs> a very long process in that one too. He plays a mob boss in the TV show Prison Break. Oh, uh, he he's he's in a lot of lot of movies as a shitty villain. They usually cast him as Eastern European mobster. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. All right. Well. Um, yeah, he's got quite the performance in this. Um, honestly, I don't know where to start uh, other than, I mean, we're go- so basically, premise of this entire movie is John Hammond's son? Yes? No? Yes. No, his lawyer, isn't he? No, it's his son. Nice. Because there's a whole thing oh. about uh, Goldblum goes off about talent skipping a generation, so maybe your kids will be smart. That's right. That's right. Uh, and he says this while standing next to his daughter. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. That's tough. Well, she's kind of an afterthought the whole movie, really. But, um, yes, yeah, so the whole idea is 
His son is putting together a team to go to the Lost World, essentially, which is an island where there are also dinosaurs. Now, why... It was a secondary park site, I thought, that they abandoned dinosaurs there and they continued to live, even so, though they were not being given the special uh, chemical they needed to survive and they were reproducing, even though they should all be female. Yes. I, I have seen this movie probably too many times. I've seen all the Jurassic Park park movies probably too many times what happened is they would breed them on the second island and then bring them over to the park on the original island got it so when the park disaster happened they had a bunch of animals on this other island that they hadn't set over yet and they were shutting everything down because they they were told to because people died and there was disaster and everything and also, there was a hurricane that destroyed some of their facilities on the second island. Got it. Uh, which I think was also, the hurricane was a plot point in the first time movie, too. Right. Um, but don't so they, they explain that they, like, created all of the eggs on the first island, I thought, in the first movie? <laughs> so, yes, that is a bit of a... I should have double-featured these, is the it, real it, answer. It's, it's a little bit of a plot hole, because you see in the first movie, B.D. Wong's character hatching a few eggs, and with the little science lab and stuff. Um, they try to explain this away. I don't even know if it's in the dialogue or the novelization or just some wiki online. That was like a, almost like an attraction lab so that guests could see how the process was done as they enter the park. But the actual mass production of the dinosaurs was at a bigger, more robust It was done facility. through natural breeding on this other island is what well, it's it cloning. supposed to be. It was still cloning, but a, like a... They could raise them so they could put them in the cages and stuff later. Not be babies. Yeah. yeah. I Okay, that makes a little more I sense. I like to call The Lost World, and this is my opinion on it, I think, to me, this movie is like the ode to the dinosaurs. Because, well, not just, okay, not the dinosaurs exactly, but the two coolest dinosaurs, this is kind of an ode to them. Because... Most of the, I would say, after 45 minutes and beyond, you've got either T-Rex or Velociraptor in said scene. And that's what my that's what my ass is in the seat for right there, okay? So to me, that's what this movie does really well is you get a lot of dino time, quite a bit. <laughs> you do get a lot of dino time. And that, and that is what I wanted in this movie. Um, I could have gone without a lot of the witty banter from Jeff Goldblum. Uh, rewatching it, witty is being yeah, generous. The whole cheeseburger thing when they're dangling from the rope—that's that's atrocious. That's the whole that, that whole scene. That entire scene lasts five times longer than it should. With the truck, that that whole scene is rough. Like I get it's an action scary scene, but it's the whole thing is pretty rough. The the, the by far the worst part of the fucking movie by far, and and Adam, you had pointed this out in advance, I think. Um, the girl swinging on the bars and like karate kicking a fucking velociraptor through a window. What the hell happened there? And then Jeff Gold being like. They, they cut you from the gymnastics team? I just, like, like, God. And she gets a full-on, like, kick. And the thing literally flies maybe 15 yards. Like, it is absolutely atrocious. How, how much do you think that thing weighs, too? I, it's got to be double her body weight. Easy. Maybe triple. Yeah. I mean, it's just... 
it's a wild decision to have her. They are estimated like to that. weigh between six hundred and sixty and twenty two hundred. Oh, okay, so we're talking about and she just kicks it out of a potentially window. a ton here, and she just fucking boots it and it blah whatever. Like a lot, a lot of a lot of the dinosaur scenes I really liked, but they kind of made the raptors look like bitches in the end a little um which i wasn't a huge fan of like in that scene the build-up to where she's swinging her feet at that like jeff goldblum's getting put through glass and we're, we're having fun here like the raptors are causing havoc like bashing into the car and then that happens and you're like god damn it and then the other one falls out of the fucking window and it's like oh i gotta attack this other one while she's ro- like the, yeah i don't know yeah, while uh, Julianne Moore is rolling. Yeah, away. I guess I was just I I I think they did the Raptors a little dirty here, a little dirty. I agree, especially with in the first movie, the Raptors are the best part, mm-hmm. and it's because they're made out to be like the smartest dinosaurs. Like they hunt mm-hmm. together. That like the only thing that fools them is a reflection in a mirror, which wouldn't have existed when they obviously were evolving. Uh, but like everything else, like they they like lock eyes with the hunter and like the. The other one comes up next to him to avoid the gun. The whole clever girl thing, it's a meme now. But like, Yeah, it... that's one thing I wanted to talk about in this movie, actually, is they describe in detail in the first one how the first Velociraptor comes at you from straight ahead, and then two more will come at you from the sides and or behind, yep. so that you're kind of trapped. However, they had this scene where the large convoy of people who are there to take the dinosaurs back to San Diego um, are walking through tall grass, and it was such a huge missed opportunity to show exactly that thing again. And even if it would have been the exact same, it would have really hit home for people, you know, uh, who had seen the first one, obviously. I thought, I will say, the tall grass scene, even though it has that problem of not making it look as smart, the tall grass scene is still my favorite shot in this when movie. When they all come. Agreed. Before they start attacking, when it, it pans out, and you can still see the humans, the and you can just see closing. the trails... Yeah coming in towards them with their just their tails like cutting through the gl- grass it's, it's kind of terrifying it's an incredible shot yeah, it uh, is it is um and then they and then it kind of goes downhill from there correct, but correct. they cause some shit for a bit but then yeah they kind of turn into bitches like yeah. i said i don't think the velociraptors do not kill a single main character in this movie uh that would be correct they just are taking out this entire you know worthless cast essentially um but the i guess like the whole plot point of the movie kind of centers around a t-rex obviously because the hunter who is there whose name is i just muldoon roland roland yes roland muldoon he is trying to hunt a t-rex male a buck which gotta love that yeah just kind of the the hunting lingo i'm hunting a buck only and what is his line about uh when you want to hunt the most dangerous uh predator you send the second most dangerous predator after it i was kind of like yeah i'm kind of in on this guy he seems kind of fun i don't know yeah i don't remember his exact quote it's probably like it was the most uh most dangerous hunter that ever lived so now the second most dangerous that's to take him out yeah and and his goal he's hunting he's kind of on there in the behalf of uh the engine team uh because hammond's son has also sent a bunch of um like hunters to bring back dinosaurs to this new san diego zoo that's going to be in the united states which 
I God, I would have loved if like we could have had a movie where it was in the United States and these fuckers just started tearing shit up. I mean, we got enough of it in this movie, but that'd be pretty cool. I mean, it that's kind of what Jurassic World yeah. is. It's much more expanded and touristy because mm-hmm. there's actually guests there. You know. So. However, isn't the first one still on some remote I island? I believe so. I yes. believe so. Yes, but there's actually civilians there. So yeah. it's a little bit more more casual. And God, God, am I angry now more about the fact that Chris Pratt is taming raptors. I, I just thought of it again, and I got mad because I was thinking of the scene where they're yep. bashing through trucks and shit. God damn it. Those movies are just not that good, unfortunately. Um, but anyway, yeah, the, the whole thing kind of stems around the fact that they're, he's hunting this T-Rex, and the, the T-Rex has a baby, and they're using the baby as bait pretty frequently in this entire movie. Eventually, when he's hunting the T-Rex, he takes it out with tranquilizer, which is a bizarre world kind of thought that you could shoot a T-Rex and put it to sleep. It's pretty crazy. Uh, but they do bring it back to the United States. I know I'm skipping a ton of this movie here, but there's not, like, huge... Nothing of consequence happens. Yeah, they... It, it, yeah. Not to get ahead of this my score, but this movie's not very good. Ooh, you guys are going to be interested in Anthony's score, that's for sure. Um, but, the yeah, so they bring it back to the United States, and sure as shit, this fucker starts running around what I think is New York, or no? San Diego. San that's Diego. That's right, duh. Uh, so he... And there's no one left alive on the boat, and it just plows into the dock, yeah. because it's on autopilot, I guess, We need right? to talk about that. I the the boat thing is the stupidest thing ever if you think about it too much like and i don't i like poking plot holes in movies i don't think you should i i, I like doing it for fun I, I think it's bad to criticize them for things like they're just trying to make entertainment for, mo- for the most part with a movie like this but like they look in like the cabin with the steering wheel and there's like half an arm hanging onto it but none of the glass is broken mm-hmm. there's nothing else there ha- and the t-rex is also still locked in the cargo and hole. it's massive it's a huge animal. And it also massive. would have been a prime how, how opportunity it... for one of the raptors to have jumped onto the boat, and that's what took the people out, and not the T Rex. If there was also that a would raptor have made on the more boat, interesting. that would have made everything more interesting. I don't know if "better" is the right word, but interesting definitely. Uh, give the raptors some more time. But yeah, that the whole boat thing is very weird. Well, even though everyone on the boat is dead, someone is on the dock telling Julianne Moore. We gave it two doses of tranquilizer, but then it wasn't breathing, so we gave it a stimulant. But we didn't know how much to give it, so we gave it X amount. I assume and so that some was guy someone... who wasn't on the boat apparently is who knows all of this. Yeah, I don't know if that was like just they had radio contact, or maybe it was uh, that was what they did on the island before they left, and he took a helicopter back with the baby or something. I don't know. The baby was not on the boat. Yeah, but right. Yeah, but that is quite the plot point there, and and especially when they see this ship coming at them, and everyone in that shot needs to just freeze and not run away from the dock, which is a very unique thing as well. There, everybody's like, "What's going on?" And they and they're all finally seeing the boat coming, but they have to have a dramatic pause, of course. And yeah, we're, we will never know how this T-Rex just killed them all. <laughs> and how it's just going full speed. I got nothing. I don't know. And then, of course, they open the cargo, because why not? Like, clearly something happened here. And then they open the cargo, and sure shit, the T-Rex gets out, starts running around the city. 
So then we get into him running in the city. Of course, we get him going in a backyard. Of course, he's drinking out of a pool. Of course, he kills a dog. Of course, a kid tells his parents there's a dinosaur in my backyard. And we get some blissful fighting between this couple. Like, you fucking do this, you do that. And then there's a dinosaur in the backyard. That's kind of... It's top-tier comedy. It's kind of they fun. They didn't believe him. <laughs> they didn't believe him, but he was telling the truth. Yeah, and then the dad saw him, seeing his belief. What was that dad wearing to bed, by the way? That was like a Scrooge-type pajama set. And the mom, too. Oh, yeah. Like, Was it like one of the button-up ones? I don't even remember. On, like button-up satin pajamas. Let's get this out of the way. Does anyone wear... Sexy does time. anyone wear long sleeve pajamas with pants? I sometimes do. Really? With, not but we like keep it real sweat, cool in the like house because we're cheap. Oh. If I got sweatpants and, and a long sleeve shirt if I'm cold, yeah, I guess. Oh, God. Yeah, sometimes I go so far as to put on a hoodie and the hood is up. I've just always been a shirtless sleeper. I, I guess that's just me. I don't know. Whatever. I mean, when you got this rock hard bod, I don't know what you're going to do. Mm. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Why would you cover up the Mona That's Lisa? That's right. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, the rest of the movie, we get a lot of fun shots. Uh, he destroys a video store. T-Rex is kind of just an asshole at this point because he's not exactly... Was well, looking for his kid who Jeff Goldblum and Julianne Moore go pick Correct. up and take back to the dock Correct. to get him to chase them But there. he's not trying to kill the people in this bus... I don't think... Well, no, I think he is trying to kill these people in this bus. He does, He's not trying to even eat them. He just wants to destroy the bus. He just rams into the bus. That's kind of, that's kind of fun. I don't know. You have to think about the confusion of the animal, yeah. right? You know, it doesn't understand what it is. It thinks it is another territorial creature. Sure. I get that. Is they, the logical They also kind of said that he was going to be extra aggressive based on the drugs they gave him to jumpstart it's hard fair enough yeah because they gave him uppers and downers yeah. at this point in the movie cassie was like oh so this is just godzilla as she said that they showed all the asian people stay a group of asian looking businessmen <laughs> doing the thing where they run and scream and look backwards yeah. it's literally a shot from Godzilla. i literally like it's not <laughs> literally like it's not a reference. It is literally a shot from Godzilla. I, I literally did the Matthew, uh, the, the Leonardo DiCaprio point uh, from from Once Upon a Time. I was like, oh, yep, there you go, Cass. And yep. did you spill your margarita when you <laughs> did, did it? I did not. I did not. But it was pretty hilarious that she said that, and immediately that scene was coming. I knew it was coming, so I didn't say anything. But she she nailed that. Um, yeah. So eventually. John Hammond's kid is with the baby in the cargo hold of the ship, right? After Jeff Goldblum and Julianne Moore drop off the baby, the baby starts to eat him or attempts to eat him. And then the father, T-Rex, comes in to the cargo hold and just allows Jeff Goldblum to close the lid on it. You know, doesn't really try and get away as the lid is closing at like two feet a second. Well, because I don't think it wants to get away anymore. It found its baby. Yeah. And it's got a snack. Yeah, and and we can only and we assume that it was taken back to said park of the lost world. Yeah, the, there's they a, do new, a news cast. broadcast saying. Yeah, that. so that kind of wraps up this movie. Uh, scoring wise, Jim, I guess we'll start with you. But before we go to oh. scores, I know people who think the whole Godzilla in San Diego sequence is fun and good. I don't think it's, it's <laughs> unnecessary for sure. I, I think it is against the spirit of what Jurassic Park is. Yeah, because it's not, they're not supposed to be like these monsters, really. Yeah, like the, the whole thing is that they're just animals and they're in their own habitat and we are intruding in on them. Like, 
bringing it yeah, to so San Diego. Yeah, it's super reversed here. It's just a monster movie, and it's not even a good one at that yeah. point. Like, yes, I'm just talking about this last scene. Like, we can talk about the rest of the movie, which I think also has a ton of problems. But, like, the San Diego thing, I think, is an inherent problem with this movie of what it thinks it's trying to do instead of making a movie that is critiquing messing with science and nature, like trying man versus nature, man versus animals, predators, compared to, I don't know, there's just a big-ass thing in a city crushing buildings and eating people. Like, you can make that movie, and it can be good. Like, I like Godzilla. I even like some of the newer ones, which... Some people don't, but I don't think it was a good choice for Jurassic Park, and I'm worried Jurassic, well, I don't know if worried is the right word, because the last Jurassic World movie was really bad, too, so, but Jurassic World 3 is going to have dinosaurs just, like, in public places, so I'm kind of worried it's going to be bad. People are going to ride their dinosaur horses to work in Texas. I'm down with that, actually. That'd be cool. (laughs) Just go extra fucking weird with it. Yeah, do a western where people are riding around on raptors. I'd watch that movie. Now we're talking. <laughs> All right. So, Adam, you want to give us a score since you just kind of gave us your breakdown? It, It's not terrible. It's a 5 out of 10. There's some fun moments. I talked about how much I love the raptors in the grass thing. Like, the, the effects aren't that bad. Some of the dinosaurs look all right. Um I like Vince Vaughn's character in this movie a lot, actually. I think he's my favorite of the bunch. The kid, I think, is a not good. I don't know if she's a bad child actor or if she's just given bad script to work with. Maybe both. I don't know. Maybe, or bad direction. It's hard to be mean to a kid, but at least her lines and her script and her storyline was bad. So yeah. I'm with you on that. I think she was a detriment to the movie as a whole. Yeah, I don't know what else to say. It's it's a 5 out of 10. It's fine. It's got some fun moments. Uh, but as a follow-up to one of the greatest movies ever made, a straight 10 out of 10, no flaws movie, I it's very disappointing to try to watch it after Jurassic Park 1. Fair enough. I'm going to um, follow you right up because I'm also at a 5. I think on the whole, the vast majority of the movie is super forgettable, which is maybe the most offensive yeah. thing about it. Yeah. If it had been at least a little bit more exciting, or even if there was better or more action, I think I could maybe increase the score. But just because we're sitting here talking about it, and so much of it is just tough to remember because it's kind of choppy and not very good. Well, like I like I mentioned, I've seen I love the Jurassic Park franchise with its flaws. Like I don't think this is a great movie. I don't think other than the first one, I don't think any of them are even good movies, really. Um, yeah. And as much as I've seen it most of what I remember from this movie is memes. Like, I remember the raptors in the tall grass because I love it. I remember the T-Rex in San Diego just because how can you really forget it? Just because how big and dumb it is. But other than that, I remember the gymnastic flip kick through the window. I remember the line about the Sega. Uh, I don't know if you guys picked up that's a dumb line. Yeah, she was saying she didn't want to go stay with someone because they they didn't have a Sega. Sega. They don't even have Sega. She's such a troglodyte. Correct. Bad. And it's... I... I don't know. All right. Well, uh, I have Anthony's score first, and I actually only have one quote to explain the score. He said 8 out of 10, uh, and he said, I love this movie. That was... uh, That's Anthony. There you go. Uh, Me, I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10, and 
I'm going to keep mine brief too. Dinosaurs. If you got dinosaurs in it, I, I'm probably going to give it a seven, <laughs> no matter what. So there you go. I don't blame yeah. you. I don't blame you. Dinosaurs fucking they rule. Do. That's why I love this franchise, even though most of it is not good. Amen. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. You guys got rankings? Like, how do, do you have you seen these movies enough to know how you would rank them? Oh, yeah. Them? Like, obviously, one is mine. One. Mine, like, mine's one, question, three, two. But... One, three, two. I have not seen two and three enough four, to do an actual ranking. Can't can't rank four and five because I just don't count them in the same world. You put Chris Pratt in it, I'm just kind of like, uh, I would probably put them. I honestly think they. I think four is the second best. Yeah. Jurassic World is not you not a bad. Yeah, it was good. fun. It was fun. Yeah, I, I guess I guess it would go like one three, four two five, one three four two five, maybe. I'm like one, four, two, three, five. Yeah, and I still four, have never two, seen five. And I haven't seen three in years and years. William H. Macy's in number three. So that that's that that does give us some points. Forget. I love William H. Macy. People forget. People forget. There's also the where because uh, Dr. Grant, Alan Grant, is back in three and he falls asleep on the plane Great and he has a dream time. that there's a velociraptor on the Alan. plane with him, and it says his Alan. it says his name. <laughs> Alan. Alan. Showed Cassie that the other day. No reaction, and I was like, "That's about right." Yeah. <laughs> uh, three is also the first one they went full CGI on the dinosaurs, and it is terrible. Didn't look good. They all they all look bad. When the first one made like ten years earlier is one of the best looking movies ever. Dinosaurs in two looked pretty good too. Yeah, they 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 weren't. There was a little bit of obvious CGI that had some failings, but the vast majority of it did look good. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Jimmer, do we got trivia? We do have trivia. Let's fucking oh hell yeah. Let's roll. Okay, so reminder of the rules: Um, first person to raise their hand gets to answer for two points. Other person can steal for one. Okay. Okay. The name of the boat transporting the T Rex to San Diego is the SS Venture. This is a reference to what classic movie? Adam. Shit. Do you have an answer for us? The Hunt for Red That is incorrect. Options are King Kong, Journey to the Center of the Earth, Indiana Jones and the Raider of the Lost Ark, or Frankenstein. Uh, I'm going to go with King Kong. That is correct. The 1933 King Kong was transported to New York on uh, the SS Venture. Total guess. I was going to say Star Trek, but then I remembered it's Enterprise. I got Enterprise and Venture Switch, so then I had to search for something (laughs) in my brain. I was going to say Pokemon. That's the SS Anne. Correct. I don't even know that reference. (laughs) (laughs) Vermilion City, baby. You call yourself a fan? I, I, I like the cards in Pokemon Go the best. I have not played all the games. I am not an expert on them. Oh, that's where I that's I, where you that's where I was as a kid, man. Oh shit. Spent a ton of time on those damn things. Yeah, I only started with Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald, you know, so I didn't play any of the originals. And trying to go back to them at this mm. point, I just can't do it because they're a little bit too old. And maybe I'm Fair not big enough. enough of a fan. You should play Heart Gold or Soul Silver. You, you Angie really and I should. both just got the Pokemon and Diamond remakes, so we're working on those too. Yeah. Anyways, continuing nice. with trivia: In which geologic period did the T Rex live? 
Options are the Jurassic period, the Triassic period, the Cretaceous period, or the Permian period. Adam. I want to say Cretaceous. For two points. That's what I was going to say, too. Damn. So this movie lies to us. Uh, the T-Rex was never around during the Jurassic period, but that is truly just the name of the park, right? Yeah. Because it sounds It good. does. Fuck. It does. Opportunity for a bonus point. All four of those... Or the... Tr- Jesus, I can't speak. The Jurassic, Triassic, and Cretaceous periods are all part of what era? Scott. Mesozoic. That is correct. Whoa, that was shit. really fucking good because there's no options for that, that boys question. i know my fucking dinosaurs approximately how long were the arms of an average t-rex oh, God. one foot ten feet three feet or six feet scott i'm leaning three three feet that is also correct god damn i'm hot that's what, that's what i was about to go with just didn't get my hand up fuck yeah Okay, next question. In which geological period did dinosaurs first emerge? Options are the Devonian period, the Cryogenian period, the Silurian period, or the Triassic period. Scott. I think it's the Silurian. That is incorrect. Fuck. That is Triassic. Mm, That makes sense. It's got to be something assic, right? <laughs> Astastic period. Yeah. Um yeah. last question, there's one more bonus after this. Which of the Ooh. following prehistoric animals are not dinosaurs? The T Rex, Pterodactyls, Stegosaurus, I or Brontosaurus? Adam. That is correct. Pterodactyl. Technically all dinosaurs must have four legs, and pterodactyls have two wings and two legs. So they are reptilian bird they are a big deal in that that's true bonus point question pretty fucking the velociraptors developed by steven spielberg for the jurassic park movies are how many times larger than actual velociraptors three i didn't raise my hand you did not should we go to adam to see if he has an answer since he raised his i mean i was gonna say three but I will give you both a point because you are correct. I didn't follow the rules. Wow. So this is (laughs) this trivia question comes courtesy of my buddy Charlie, who is a geology major, wanted to be a paleontologist since he was a child. They're they're actually quite small. Yeah. So Spielberg created his own velociraptor, right? They, while velociraptors had been discovered at the time of the movie. They were not widely known to public knowledge, so he created this dinosaur, called it a velociraptor, and then actually a paleontologist found what is called the Utah raptor, which actually pretty closely mirrors Steven Spielberg's velociraptors, and Steven Spielberg basically just got lucky that it ended up matching, but they are not actually velociraptors. Interesting. They were going to name the Utah raptor after Steven Spielberg, but he refused to pay up to fund their digging to discover more of this dinosaur pretty much yeah pretty much have you guys read the uh jurassic park book no no i have not either it's on my list though i like i like michael Crichton. what i've read before that's his most famous book so update on standings scott this week had a whopping five points and adam had six 
new standings are Anthony with 18 points, Scott with 16, and Adam with 13 after playing only two, two rounds. I felt hot today, and I still lost. I think, I think you're right, actually, now that I'm scrolling actually. up on the score sheet. Three rounds, and Adam uh, is right in there with it. I'm mentally off because I literally felt like I dominated there, and I lost. That's pretty I mean, wild. five points is well above and beyond what you normally get. That's a huge week for Your me. Your prior max was two points. God damn. That's, oh, oh, that's bad. Okay, well. Okay, well, I'll, hey, we'll bounce back someday. You know, the longer we do this, the better the chances are that I catch up. So I will see you by episode 300, top of the leaderboard there. Uh, with that being said, I'd like to announce next week's movie, and that is Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. Um, all I'm really going to say why I picked this movie, I want to hear Anthony do the Optimus Prime voice. <laughs> that's really, that's what really what this boils down to. It's as so, good a reason as any. Yeah, so next week, Transformers, Revenge of the Fallen. Uh, Find okay, your old DVDs because this is not currently streaming anywhere. Oh, no. And it, it's got like a 30% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, this movie sucks. Yeah, I know. I picked a good one. I didn't even know. This is fun. the second one of I, them, right? Yeah. Yes. yes Revenge is. of the Fallen. I am not paying to see this they movie. They didn't even fall. I've seen it enough times. I will listen to you guys' <laughs> review. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. Can't wait to hear John Turturro say the line, I'm directly below the enemy's scrotum. <laughs> That's right. That's right. All right, boys, we're going to have to go to the, the emergency call to sign off. Yeah, no worries. Quick, so. I can't wait to watch that movie. I literally am going to have to go to my parents' house to get my DVD because I don't want to pay for it. It was a real line I just told you, by the way. John Turturro says that line. I remember it as soon as you said it. Anyways, are we ready for sign-offs? There's this... Yeah. Yeah, sure. Do we need a clap So long as you kept recording, it should be all good. Yeah. All right. Where was I? Okay, I'll just jump right back in here. Yep. Yeah, no, I mean it's gonna be a, it's gonna be quite the review. Um, you know, I know most people will be listening for Anthony's Optimus voice. I think he should have to do the whole episode in that voice. I'll second that. I, I especially for missing this week, and honestly being the reason we're recording as late as we are, I honestly think that's a fair punishment. So, I think that would be a very funny bit. But as a listener next week, as I will not be on, it would suck. I don't know how much I could listen. <laughs> you to might like it. I think maybe more so we we need him to do it once, and then you know if they want to go back and keep listening to it, they can. So that maybe that's the better better option there. But I think these movies create phenomenal content, and you know they're definitely not good. Uh, Michael Bay, I don't even know what to say about him. Uh, he's he not makes great. his movies yeah sure that's good yeah it's like uh it's kind of like the rock to you guys he he's there i guess um but anyway uh with that being said we want to thank 
Adam for being back for the 65th episode of the We've Seen That Podcast. Yeah, great to be back. I'm sure we'll be back soon. Uh, especially, I don't know. How are we going to handle Spider-Man here? Are we going... Is everybody going? Are you guys going to try to go? I don't have tickets yet, so I can't guarantee if things are legitimately okay. selling out. I will be going within the first... Have week. to, right? Because you, you're trying to dodge yeah, the spoilers. I mean, Spider-Man is my favorite superhero. I am very excited for this movie, though I am a little worried about it. The closer it gets, the more we see of it. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll see it very shortly after it comes out I, d- I don't know that i'll see it like the night of this feels like the big return to the theaters i know vin diesel announced that they brought us back but to me this kind of feels like the big one you know like this is going to be the one that's yeah. sold out everywhere uh so i'm excited for it next thursday it'll be a hell of a time i got my office christmas party starting at 1 p.m that day uh so i'm probably going to be drunk in the theater is that likely. the best way to see this movie I'm gonna. I mean, I'm not drunk, but buzz, buzz, Jim. And, this is and the yes, same guy who prior in this exact same episode said he's mature enough to drink two good beers and be done. It's an office Christmas party. What are you? <laughs> I, and, and like, I'm gonna be. Look, I can be totally honest with you because none of, I don't think that many of my employees listen. I'm gonna say most don't. So they're not as fun as ours used to be. Let's just say that. They're not nearly as fun. So you'd want a couple of stiff ones too, all right? Like There's that's, more that's than one of our prior Christmas parties that I don't remember. Yeah. I was playing catch <laughs> with a cookie from like 30 yards away with a guy. I thought that was catch an April 15th day. That wasn't it. Oh, shit. They, the Christmas party. That, yeah, Jimmer, you got a, you got ripped up at a couple of those, I feel oh, yeah. like, from, from remembering correctly. I wasn't yeah. paying for my drinks. I, Cassie was holding you up in a uh, in a picture. You're she was giving you a piggyback, I think. Yeah, that's still on my uh, fridge, I think. Oh man, those were fun. Those are fun. If only they would have spent more money on our paychecks. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> with that being said, thank you for listening to the 65th episode. We we'll see you next week for a little Transformers. I'm Scott, and I'm Jim, and roll credits. <laughs>